put your website to work while you play. A website works 24-7, so no matter where you are or what you're doing, people can still find you online. Start building your website today at GoDaddy.com. It starts with a .com domain. Enter promo code 199MYLF, that's 199MILF, at checkout to get your .com for just $1.99. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous. I'm Sophie Venable, psychologist, life coach, mother of two, and author of MILF 101, Make Your Life Fabulous. Whether you're married with children, single, divorced, or all of the above, I'm talking to you about life, relationships, and of course, whenever possible, sex. Ooh, hi, hi. <laughs> As you can hear, I am joined by the charming and talented Todd Anderson, actor, husband, father extraordinaire. He comes in handy for a male perspective. Thanks for being here, Todd. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Are you a stay-at-home parent? Are you sick of your kids? Are you wondering when it's going to get better? Well, we're going to talk about that today. We have a guest today who is also here to talk about the male perspective. He's the host of The Gamut with Steve Belanger here on Sideshow Network. For more information on The Gamut or his new one-man show, It's About Time, opening soon in New York City, go to stevebelanger.com. So... Stay-at-home dad, Steve Belanger. Thank you for joining us. Woo! Applause for you too. Yes, you oh, get applause so for that. Than the talk got such good applause. No, no, no. Such... You'll you'll hear it. You'll hear it in the edit. We'll you get like the post, whole yeah. Like it's all in stadium, post, baby. Just chanting. Yeah. And oh the yeah. It, you got uh, Maria, can we get a can we get a stadium for him? That. That'd be awesome. I would like that. Okay, yeah. Just, just he a... just gets the bar clapping. He gets the like. Okay. Kind of like the end of Rudy when he comes out to, to play, join the field. Yeah, the yeah, place yeah. Just goes crazy. Right there. Good, grab that one. Yeah, that'd yeah. be perfect. Rudy, Rudy. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. you're a stay-at-home dad. Yes. Yeah. And, Which um, I used to say stay-at-home. I used to say a work-from-home dad. Yeah. But there's so little work that you can do when you're a yes. work-from-home dad. So, are you sick of your kids yet? How old are they? <laughs> I've, been, I've been in L.A. for three days now. I don't even remember what they look like. This Aww, is just great. Do no. you miss them? <laughs> I do. I'm that, I ri- bet. I'm that ridiculous parent. I can't wait oh, to get we away. we all are. We love them, and, and they make us crazy. That's I do the, the countdown. Is, right? to, oh, I'm going to have a hotel room to myself three days in mm-hmm. L.A. It's going to be great. I can't wait to leave as soon as I get on the plane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I and you like, get in there, and you're, like, you're Skyping. Like, the second, hi, baby, I miss you. And the, I know. My wife this time said, don't, you know, she knows me. She's like, don't. Don't miss us. Just have a good time. Get your work done. Do everything. Right. And then I get on the plane. I open up the script I've been working on. And in there is a note that she put in from my son, like folded origami <laughs> style. <laughs> I love you, Daddy. I miss you. Have a great trip. Just blubbering tears. We're, we're over Des Moines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been next to this nice couple for two hours. They think I'm so nice. And they look over and I've just got my you're, mascaras you're running. crazy. <laughs> they, they alert the sky marshal. <laughs> this guy's got this, snot bubbles coming out of his is, face. You need to move. Him, stat. He is unhinged. <laughs> He's reading some type of note written in gibberish. I'm like, oh God, it's so sad. So Todd, you're also you're also you're both recovering actors, or, or actually non-recovered actors. <laughs> not recovered. Not recovered. Yeah. Still suffering actors. Both of you actually, you meet lots of moms, right? Mm-hmm. And sure, we're not yeah. talking about the hot moms today, Todd. Oh no. Okay? okay. I mean, we're just. I mean, I'm sure they're all hot. But let's just talk about relating to the moms. Okay. Relating to the moms. So, not, yeah. not about their hotness. Right, not but today. Just about them Another being day. parents. Okay, okay, settle. All right, so tell me, because because we, we've talked about this a little bit, and, and you it seem to meet moms that really kind of feel like they can, they're so happy that you can 
relate on the same level that it's kind of the same for you. Yeah. Is that- it started with an article I did for Men's Health when my for, after my first son was born. Okay. And that first year is just a fucking bear. It's um, horrible. It's horrible. And yeah. I, I wrote and this beautiful article. and horrible. I, I everybody says, don't you love babies? Eh, I eh. like my baby. And even that, it was. It's, yeah, it's I'm all with you there. all risk, no reward. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> with they, they're so cute when they smile. I'm like, yeah, that's about eight seconds of my day. The rest <laughs> is fucking misery. <laughs> and I wrote an article about that. Like, I think I hate my infant son, and people were. I, my parents hated it, but everybody in the world was like, oh, thank God you said Somebody said it. We all feel that way. Right, right. right. And, Somebody and then, said it. And spe- specifically talking to moms, they're like, oh, I thought it was just women who felt that way. I'm like, no, dude, I've been, you know, primary caregiver. And right. that's just a nonstop job. And it's just 24-7. And, oh. and I always more, tell people. It's got to be more I always, than that. It's like 27. It's, it's got to be, right? Like 28, 7. Um, I tell people the first year of the first baby is the hardest year on your marriage as well. Absolutely. Right? Because it's really hard to remember that you're on the same team. It's it's so, it's sleep deprivation. Yeah. It's just all this new shit that you're, you're, you're learning, not learning. You're trying to figure out nonstop. Oh, he's got the sniffles. Oh, he's coughing too much. Like you're looking yeah. up crew. When to worry, up when SIDS, not to worry. When, yeah. Up, yeah. God all thing. of those things. And all in two hour windows of, I have to feed him again. I have to change yes. things. I have to do this. And I haven't slept in four days and I haven't seen my wife and we haven't said a nice thing in two months. And my right. son, my son was a preemie baby. Oh, Try that. Like, yeah. when you, and as soon as you get him, like, multiply that by a hundred. Like, it's the, just con- like chronic fear. Everything that can go wrong, you're thinking, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, panic. Should we take him back to the hospital? But <laughs> my guy had, my first guy had a milk allergy that they didn't, they couldn't diagnose, they couldn't figure out. So he kept getting, and my wife couldn't breastfeed after the first couple of weeks, so we gave him normal formula, which set off his insides. Right. So he never slept oh, more baby. than an hour and a half for yeah. the first four months. So we were yeah. fucking... Blah, blah, blah. He slept in a the swing, you know the baby swing? Uh-huh. Yeah. He slept in that for four months. My daughter slept in her stroller in the snap and go till she was almost a year for every single nap. For every... I mean, that Did kid... Did it stunt her growth? Could she no, not expand? No, no, no. You, like, because you know, the, 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 I mean, but that was the only place that she would nap. And I really think that the, the hardest part, I mean... I would imagine you guys would agree the hardest part about that first year is just the Navy SEAL style sleep deprivation. Yeah. Yeah. The shit that just makes you crazy. I mean, I shouldn't have been driving a vehicle. I didn't, I never slept four hours for nine months. Yeah, it's impossible. I never got a full sleep cycle. And then my second child, that's the problem thinking they're going to be any easier. She still eats this way, but she wanted to nurse for five minutes every 45 minutes. Yeah, so do I. You know the other thing you have I to get do? That. When you have I appreciate the, that. When you have the baby, the other thing you have to do is because you get all these freaking gifts from people mm-hmm. who are, love you and want to help you. And you get like those swings, you know, like those automated mm-hmm. swings. Yeah, the that thing take that the thing that your kid slept in for four months to put together. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just like most of that for me was just me cursing. That's it. <laughs> fucking cr- really? What the fuck? Is it? Where the fuck does this? And the fuck? And, and the like tiniest hours, instructions. Yeah, like, it, yeah. You should take into account a tired parent is putting it together. <laughs> right, right. It should just be huge. They fucking should be letters. Yeah, huge letters. And now go have a glass of wine. And come back to step six, right? right? That's right. how the they instructions should, help you like that. should like, and then, lay out. And then I did that for hours on that stupid swing, and then I put the baby in the swing, and he fucking hated it. <laughs> he was like, ah, why would you? 
you put me in this goddamn thing? He thinks it's the Spanish Inquisition. I <laughs> yeah, go, no, what? no, no, this is supposed to be pleasurable. <laughs> You're supposed to fall asleep. You ah. oh Listen to the God. music. No, 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 no. Look at the mobile. Fuck you. Fucking Get me kid. off this. <laughs> All this stimulation. <laughs> I, oh. My wife used to work in the city and be gone from 7 in the morning till 6 in the afternoon. And there were so many days she would walk in the door, like, hopeful that things got better. And I would just be the guy with the snot bubbles and the tears, just handing out the child. Yeah. And saying, I need to go away for five minutes. Right. And just get out of you the hear get that? away from him. You hear that? It happens to the dads, too. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I remember very specifically one night having to run out to save on to buy diapers. And I wanted to be the one to go. Okay. I'd been in the house for six weeks. I had my baby at home. I like, you know, I mean, it was just. I was in those walls mm-hmm. and my ex-husband who hadn't, he'd, he'd been working, he'd gotten a job and he'd been in the studio just like 24 seven. He's literally like, I'm handing him the baby. Like, like, like I'm handing him a bomb. Right. And he's just standing there and I'm like, I'll be back in 25 minutes. Okay. Like at the most. Okay. And he's like, okay. And I come back. I'm not kidding you. I kid you not. He's like, I can't sit down. Like she won't let me sit down. Every time I sit down, she cries. I'm like, yeah. welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so intense all the time. And I just think what you did by just saying it, just yeah. saying like, I think I might hate my kid. I just think that's, something that we have to just kind of reconcile those feelings and know obviously you don't hate your child you just hate this process and there are right? plenty of people who saw that headline and go oh what a horrible parent horrible they, they parent. should take that child from you I'm like keep reading keep like, reading there's not a parent um, <laughs> alive that hasn't had that, that hasn't had like, a moment you little shit like please stop crying please how, how could you possibly be shitting and pissing on me right. at the same time again again uh, louis ck has built an empire yes that's on true hating his children you opened you opened so the, the, the gateway deal? to yeah. him right exactly I, when I do you think maybe, it gets better when do you think it gets better uh, it was miserable for the first two years and two then years like a, yeah. a switch turned uh, he started talking. He oh, starts yeah. walking, and it was all of a sudden like, "Oh, I have a new best friend." Oh, yeah. this is entirely different. I think that that's that's a really important part of it is that they start to communicate. And my my babies were girls, and and they tend to um, they tend to talk before they start jumping off you know furniture, and mm-hmm. so they just talk a little bit earlier. Um, but you know, didn't walk till they were fourteen months. Once, especially my second child, could talk, ha- being able to actually communicate and meet their needs and and connect in a way that you feel like you know what the fuck you're doing helps tremendously. Because up till that point, everything is a, a, slot, a slot machine or guesswork. Vegas blackjack. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see, he's crying. Intermittent reinforcement. I, I got 16 <laughs> against the dealer's 27. Maybe I'll give him a bottle. I don't know what to do. Like, But as soon as they yeah. can say, I would like to watch TV. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I've crapped myself. Like, oh, okay. Now Fantastic. I, I know how now this works. somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. So you feel like it gets better at about two years. I think for a lot of people, it gets better about 14 months and then they get knocked up again. Well, oh, you know, yeah. you know, you know, my sister's a good example of that. She, yeah. Her, her baby uh, was colicky. Yeah. So for yeah. the first six months, he was just crying. Mm-hmm. And Natalie then that, that. hit the six month mark. And he stopped crying. It was cute. And then she went from, oh, I never, ever want to have another child to immediately, like, I want to have another kid. Like, <laughs> do you, do you, how have you forgotten about those six months so quickly? That's what I, ours are three years apart. 
and it was like, the first two years suck, and then we had a great year, and I'm sitting there going, oh, we should do this again. Yeah. That is so fucking great. And then you have another one. You go, oh, my God, what, what was, was I thinking? thinking? Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. So now your kids are seven and four, right? Seven and four. Okay, so they're, so they're school-age-ish, right? One the, of them's... The oldest one's in second grade. The other guy goes to preschool three days a week. Yeah, that's nice. Oh. But isn't it funny how you drop them off, and then as soon as you get home, you feel like it's turn around, time to turn around and go back and get them? Well, the little guy... I'm very lucky. Some people only do half days. He's in school from nine to three thirty. Oh, that you can actually get something done. So I that's amazing. I have when they go to like summer camp. Yeah, it's nine to one, and yeah, it's like it, all right. I dropped him off. I went for a run. Fuck! I barely have time to brush my teeth, and yeah. they're coming home. Yeah, you're like I, I might as well just go to Starbucks with the computer because that's the only way anything's gonna get done. Because I'm yeah. also a writer, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get something done. And there's nothing worse when you're writing than that fucking ticking clock. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, I'm gonna write for an hour. You, nobody can write for an hour. You sit down and you can either write or you can't write. Right, <laughs> right. If you do, it's so it, true. Something could come out in 20 minutes, or you could just put your head down and hours will fly by. But well, as soon I as think you keep looking at the clock, it doesn't work. I think that's part of the challenge. I mean, I would imagine a lot of moms out there are, you know, entrepreneurs or you know they work from home and they, you know, it's that that same issue. You know, it's really hard. That time management becomes that time becomes so precious. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to to um, and I guess I think that the the best advice I ever got was don't get on other people's agendas. Don't, um, you know, if you can avoid like reading your email or responding to your mm-hmm. email or just delete as many as you possibly can or whatever. Just don't get on other people's agendas because you, that that little bit of time that you have when they're at preschool, that's that's it. That's it. Like you, I try to pretend that I can work in the evenings when I have a, nothing gets done. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. But it Except takes you years to get that rhythm. It, it, and it really there. does because, and so I will tell you now: if your kids are little, don't, don't judge yourself for not being able to work. Like when they're, they are a barrage of needs. That's what they should just have on their tattooed on them. I am a barrage of yeah. needs. And, and the magical part is, <laughs> while you're dealing with that barrage, right. you forget all about your needs. Oh, and your wife's completely. needs, completely, and yeah, all the other things pulling at you. In the and world. then what happens is, if I do try to sit at my computer, or you know, or return an email on my phone, or something like that, or maybe try to get a little bit of something done, or make a post, or this, and then you go into the black hole of Facebook, and it's terrible. Then you feel like the shitty parent that's ignoring your kid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes my like my daughter used to say, "Mommy, you need to like get off your phone." <laughs> I'm working, Shut sort the of. Hell up. <laughs> well, when we when we when the first one when, when he was coming, you know, I, I was an actor going into the city for auditions, and I, I thought I could keep that lifestyle going. And then it was like, all right, I have a commercial audition, which, as you know, Todd, like you don't book everyone; you go in. It's a no, numbers game. You have to keep going. No, that's your yeah. auditioning's yeah. your job. But that's now, job. Yeah. I, you know, that I'm you an don't out, get paid for really. Right. I'm yeah. an, an hour outside of the city, so every commercial audition, which can be like a two minute, oh, you know, yeah. say a line, is a major commute. Yeah, yeah. is a three hours of my life. Yeah. And then once we had the kid, it was like, oh, like you start doing okay. It could be a national commercial that could be worth fifty thousand dollars, but I have a one in hundred and twenty chance of booking it. Do I want to, you know, the three-hour yeah. commitment, like, that's the only three hours I'm going to have this week. Do I want to spend it on a train and seeing a cast? I kind of do that with a gym. I'm like, well, I have a 1 in 120 <laughs> chance of losing a pound. <laughs> so do I really want to go to that workout? No. <laughs> I, I actually got in slightly better shape because my gym had a, a daycare. Ah, see, this is good. Find a gym with a daycare. That, that's an excellent oh, thing to do, right? It got me through the first right? three years. Yeah. Yes, I do see that at my gym, and I think, good, good, good for you, mommies. 
There would be sometimes I would just oh, daddy, go. Oh, daddy, sorry. I would go bring him. He would go see Debbie at the gym, who he nice. loved. I'd drop him off, and I would just go sit in the steam for an hour. Like an old Jewish man, I would just like. <laughs> That's it's awesome. It's quiet. It's nice. I love that. For me, it was, I didn't do the gym thing. I got one of those uh, Bob strollers. Have you seen oh. these things? They have, like, awesome, like, bike like um, like uh, off road bike tires on them. Oh yeah, like and it, a suspension. Like a front, good suspension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good suspension, mm-hmm. and the front wheel swivels around. So I and that was the one time, the one place where I knew he would fall asleep. If I went jogging with him in the, bu- he would fall asleep. Nice. See, in back in New York, we had, uh, both our kids were born in the fall. So I had a long winter. Oh, I yeah, can't leave yeah, the house. Yeah. I can't take them in the stroller. Right, it's just right, what right. the hell do you do? Yeah, I live it's in a LA chilly. because I'm smarter. Maybe. Could be that. All right. Let's, it could be. Let's talk about what you're most afraid of <laughs> Wait, in the let, future, the Steve. <laughs> is, Todd, is Todd smarter? Probably better looking? No. Taller? No. Richer? Eh, uh, eh, we'll, we'll figure that one out later. All right. Both of you stand up. Let's have an ass contest. <laughs> oh, sorry. Work- okay. Okay. So, Steve. I've been working my glutes, man. <laughs> what are you most afraid of in the future with this whole parenting gig? I have it pretty good now. Like, I'm counting down until September. The, the little guy goes in kindergarten. That's going to be five days a week of yep. six and a half hours to I myself. Know. It's pretty amazing. It's going to be glorious. Um, but now they both like me. Like, I'm the most amazing dad in the world to them. It's pretty cool. Mm, I know that's not going to last forever. I right. You know what, though? I'm, I'm teens and stuff. I will speak to that, though. Hit I think, me. yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I'm, I'm actually writing a book about mm-hmm. parenting. A little short one. A little shorty book. Um, and uh, at the end of MILF 101, I talk about cake. Yes. Connecting, allowing, killing the ego, right? I really think that if you can follow those four principles, I do think that they will continue to love you. So far, my kids, my girls, and I have girls, same gender kids. That's usually the nightmare. <sighs> so far, I am still so close to my 11 and 15-year-old. And That's the I don't even understand why they like me so much. But the only thing I can say is that I'm emotionally safe for them. And I think that when you're that person to them and you remain emotionally safe, like they can come to you, your your goal with them, and I'm not saying don't discipline. I mean, discipline is absolutely a part I'm of a huge all of this, you know, a, a follow through because that helps them feel safe, mm-hmm. right? But if you focus on connecting with your kids and allowing them to be who they are, right? And that involves killing your ego because you have to get your ego out of the way when you start projecting all of this shit that you want your kids to be or mm-hmm. ways that you want them to think and ways that you want them to feel. And when you really allow them to have all of their own desires and dreams and tastes and food preferences and music preferences and people preferences and all of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Then you are emotionally safe. So... But you do have to get your ego out of the way a lot. Totally. Now, with with discipline, you kind of have to win. You know, what I, like you have to <laughs> most win. of the time, like I 99, you reserve the right to change your mind every once in a while, you know, but um, but you let them know that that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, but you but if you can keep your your ego out of it and you're really your main goal is to connect with them and allow them to be who they are and flourish in that, they are still going to be fucking crazy about you. Do you think my son is going to be crazy about me when uh, he turns 16 and I force him to go to trade school? Because college is too expensive, let's right. be honest. And college education hey, you're just doesn't looking guarantee out for him. You're jobs just looking anymore. Out for, you're just looking he, out for he, his plan he B. He may not care. Like, do kids right? still care about college? Like, 
I don't know. His backup plan. It was always because parents forced you to go to college. Like right. now a college, my degree in psychology has really done wonders for me <laughs> in my corporate career in finance and now a career in showbiz. It's really, oh, yeah. really, right, really The salary check I get is amazing. Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Trade school. Right? Trade school. Right? I would love Pull having a, out of high if school. If they could fix 16. my car, that would be fucking But Todd, awesome. you're going to, you're going to. I'll let him choose the trade. I was going to say, Todd, you're going to make him think it's his idea. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. See? Because yeah. you're just yeah. going to like let him be who he is and make suggestions and let him know you would support him in yeah. something if he decided to just get a trade just to yeah. have one. Yeah. Yes, you know? I think you should like, drop out of high I school mean, and I go th- to trade school. <laughs> I think that's a great uh, idea. I'm pretty convinced one of my kids is going to like take the GED and, you know, move to Paris or something and go to culinary school. So oh, I'm going to lose her okay. quick. So I better enjoy her while she's home, you know, and she's she's loud. She's loud. She's well, loud. That, that, that'll be a nice break. I for mean, you. yeah, <laughs> no, I'll miss her, though. See, this is the issue. Like, we love them. I mean, but think about it. Like, would you spend 24 seven with most of your friends? Right. Because everybody has personality quirks. Right. Everybody does. Sure. And so here's this little human that you made that you volunteered to live with. OK, so <laughs> this is so you have to you allow your kids to have their own personality and you honor their own, you know, their personalities. But you realize, like, this is a relationship that you volunteered for. Right. The, the ego to, thing you talked about before the first like. My son goes with whatever I want, but I am a diehard Chiefs fan in football. Mm-hmm. So I got the dish. You know, I've been dreaming for 20 years that I'm going to someday have a son that will watch football with me. Uh-huh. And he kind of did not knowing anything the first. And then he turned four or five. And the first game of the season they were playing, I don't know who it was. Like, they're playing the Falcons. Oh, I love the Falcons. I'm like, what? <gasps> what? Uh-oh. And, and like, <laughs> by the second week, oh, I love the Giants today. Nope. No, what? Like. That he would like whatever team the Chiefs oh. were playing, and mommy had a little talk with him, like, and it, it yeah, yeah. That, that hurt to the bone. Like, you don't want what I want. How is that possible? Right. So that's gonna get worse as he gets older and yeah. has his own likes, right? Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He might just stop watching. Sports but you know altogether. what? There's oh, gonna be God. the day. There's gonna be the day that they're playing some team that he'll turn around to one of his friends and be like, "Well, I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs because my dad likes the Chiefs," and it'll be like. Oh, then I'll blubber like a little you'll girl. You'll blubber like, like a little girl. You will. So I have one more question for you. I know that a lot of women feel a little bit of an identity crisis in being a, an at-home parent, you know, where they're not outside the home earning a paycheck, mm-hmm. right? And even those that are entrepreneurial and work at home, you know, always kind of going through a little bit of an identity crisis as to like, you know, who am I? Do you, do you feel as a man, I mean, I know that you're a writer and an actor do you feel like you go through those same feelings or is it maybe a little bit different do you get like more credit for being an at-home parent as a dad uh no i feel i i went off the the fucking cliff like niagara falls yeah i used to be a corporate guy so i was i know who who i was i was a vice president at time inc i was a you know yes i, I was a suit and tie tattooed on your heart guy yeah mm. right and then i blew off that world and for many years before my kids came along it was oh you're still doing the comedy thing are you still trying to act uh-huh. like, like all those oh, what, yeah, are you fun. still are you still yeah. trying to write like everything are you still trying to i'm like no i'm doing all those things like i you may not see me on your tv every week my friends 
why don't you get on that show Lost? Yeah. We like, <laughs> yeah, we like that saying. show. Yeah, like, why don't you be that. a cop on one of those Law & Order shows? You like, look like, like a pilot. Why don't you, what, what's that yeah. show? Pan Am. You should be on that. I saw that. It's going to be wonderful. Marge's friend said it's it was like delicious. It's like looking at a pretty teenage girl and going, you know, you should be in a Victoria's Secret um, uh, magazine. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a great idea. That's yeah. great. I'm going to call right them right on now. I know when they're going to call holding in a football game. So my wife, oh, you should be an announcer. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I've just been watching football for 40 years. In my next life, though, I am totally doing that. I fucking (laughs) love football. I'm like, these people have the best job. So you you go, I went from, you know, their years of people giving me that look like, kind of like I got when your parents get divorced. Oh, how you doing, buddy? It was like, oh, you still not working? Like that, you get that look. And then your stay-at-home dad, it was like, Oh, so, so now you have something to do. I'm like, no, now I have four times as much to do because right. I'm still trying to write and act. And now I've got this little fucking bundle of shit balls following me around nonstop. Barrage of needs. Yeah. <laughs> but it uh, it totally messes with yourself because then you can't even do the stuff that you want to be doing. Right. So right. It's, it's all just very strange. And I always hated, you know, I, like you said, 24-7 with my kid. Every time we, I, we would do all the, the housework. Oh, I yeah. do the grocery shopping. I do everything. Yeah. We, every time I go to a store with the kid, there's always a woman behind the counter. Oh, get daddy giving the mommy the day off. I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 my wife was like, why do you always take that comment so hard? I'm like, first of all, I hear it six times a week. Sure. Like, uh, I, I know all men are probably horrible and never spend time with their children. But just because I'm. That is so not true. And it's not, but I right? understand that that is the, yeah. Oh, da- oh mom, daddy's giving mommy a couple hours on a Saturday. How nice. I'm like, no, no. this is what I do. Yeah. You get that, right? All the time. Yeah. yeah. I was actually at the grocery store the other day doing the grocery shopping and ran into my neighbor. And she, she was like, Where's your family? And I was like, well, my son's at a, on a play date with his buddy, and and uh, my wife's at home uh, preparing for her her week of of work. And she goes, and you're doing the shopping? And I was like, wow, I, really? I always do the shopping. And then like her, she was like, oh, and like part of me was like, I've just been entirely emasculated here, mm-hmm. right? But then when she walked away, I was like. But she got in her car and started going, he always does the shopping. (laughs) My husband's a dick. (laughs) You just changed her whole world. And then she went home and there was a huge fight. So I ruined her day (laughs) and her her husband's day. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. There it is. Do you feel, because I've been doing this for seven years, like uh, when I shop with the boys, like that's – Something to do with them. Right. And now that they're in school and if we need something, I feel like when I go to a supermarket by myself, what an utter fucking waste of time that is. Like, I'm not entertaining children. I'm just going in to get Right. Stuff. You're not You're not yeah. um, uh, multitasking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, when you go with the kids, then you're multitasking. Then you're, like, wearing them out. And That's like, a They good get point. to look at pretty colors. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. And then you it's see I, Actually, my kids wa- are 11 and 15. I still feel that you way. Still feel it's that like, way, right? If they want to come to the market, let's go because this is going to count. And then after years of smiling at the cute mom with who also has a toddler, when I do that one, I'm alone, it gets it's, totally different that's reactions. totally creepy. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, you need the kids to, like, you know, they... Yeah. Seven years, Take I got the nothing but smiles and hi. Oh, he's so cute. And when I now I go by myself, like, oh, run, oh, honey, run. Oh. Now you're just a dude. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your perspective, and I think it's I think it's helpful. I think it's really good for, we're, we're for all, everybody to know that we're all in the same boat. We are all the same. Right? We it's all not hate easy. our children. It's not... <laughs> for a it's while. Not, for a little while. Well, it's just not this easy, romantic beautiful um, thing like I used to always say you know when I put on that that jacket of motherhood it just wasn't like this perfect fit you know it was it was 
fucking uncomfortable, you know, and I I just had to just to wear it and do it. And you I know? think it's, and it's worse. I love the crap out of my kids. You it's know? probably worse now with social media because I, I know going on Facebook and seeing, you know, somebody with a 12 month old. Oh, just spent the weekend ma- making our own baby food. I'm like, go fuck yourself. They're so <laughs> lying. They gotta they be. So like, log off Facebook and go cry on the floor. You know just, that's not true. Their whole page is humble brag. Oh, just knitted my own fucking diapers. Yes, for, and for it's Petunia. all the perfect pictures of the families. And isn't it lovely? And yeah, my Facebook yeah. is all just it's, liars, it's right? Just, the whole thing. It's is just, just highlights. Liars. It's just highlights. Yeah, don't pay attention. to I, that I stuff. only post the bad stuff so people can go. Oh, I feel better yeah. about my life. Right, now. and then they just all yeah. feel bad for you. That's fine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We'll work the sympathy card. So how do we find you? Tell us again. Uh, Everything is at stevebelanger.com on Twitter, at stevebelanger. Oh, we can tweet you. Everything is my name. Yes, tweet away. Nice. Nice. And and where will you be? Uh, You can find me. (laughs) Todd will be at the the, the Albertsons. At the Albertsons. (laughs) shopping. Because you're such a good guy. Or uh, maybe I'll be doing the house cleaning. Yeah, maybe you'll be doing some dishes. Well, we're going to talk about that in the next He is wearing a French maid's outfit today, which is very, very strange. Thank See, you. now you would have won the butt contest if you'd worn that. So, <laughs> All right, you can find me uh, on Facebook at Sophie Venable. And also, please like the MILF Talk page if you would be so kind. Be sure to download your free goal-setting workbook from my website, MakeYourLifeFabulous.com. And my book, MILF 101, is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble in paperback, as well as Kindle, Nook, iBooks, and more. Thank you for listening, and thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.